0: Hello and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones and it is great to be back with you continuing this journey through the book of Psalms in the Psalm Project. I have missed a few weeks, a couple of weeks, um, because, well, first of all, I was sick a few weeks ago. I had Allergies attacked my body and there are a few times a year when that happens and um and so there came a point where I got better, but my voice was not better yet. And so, you know, I, I didn't want to record the Psalms or the podcast with my voice being the way that it was. So I didn't do it. So um, got took a little break, and, and now here we are back at it in Psalm 55. Um, this project already has been so formative for me. As I have mentioned at the beginning of this, the book of Psalms is my favorite book of the Bible, uh, probably because of its uh, connection to Christian worship. Um, but, and I've studied the Psalms several times, but I always gain something new when I'm looking at the Psalms and that is no different now going through these Psalms. And so people ask me sometimes, I I don't have many listeners on this podcast, but, uh, which is fine. People ask me, well, why do you do this? Why do you take the time to record a podcast every so often? And, uh, now twice a week, why do you take the time to do that? It's not like I have thousands of listeners and I'm not making money on this or anything like that. Why do you do that? Well, it's because it's formative to me. This, this is not just for you. This has enriched my life as well. So let's get into Psalm 55. Um, it is titled, To the Choir Master with Stringed Instruments, I'm a Skill of David. And like many laments in the book of Psalms, this psalm in particular bemoans the attack of enemies. Um, and it's what's unusual about it is the sorrow over betrayal by a friend, which I think many people, most people, if not all, can relate to, that we've all been betrayed by friends, those who should be there for us. Um, this psalm... Descends to the pits of despair, but it turns at the end toward the Lord with hope. As we've seen many of the laments do in the book of Psalms, um, by the end of it, it is um, proclaiming the hope that is in God. Often the Psalms that are laments are framed by praise to God. And so, although the psalmist may lament, the focus and the heart of the psalm really turns to the right place, and that is hope in the Lord. Um, it also, uh, you could say it anticipates the suffering of Christ who was betrayed by Judas, who was in his inner circle of friends. And so, um, a lot going on here in Psalm 55. Let me read Psalm 55 for you, beginning of verse one. Here is Psalm 55. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not yourself from my plea for mercy. Attend to me and answer me. I am restless in my complaint, and I moan because of the noise of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they drop trouble upon me, and in anger they bear a grudge against me. My heart is in anguish within me, the terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fear and trembling come upon me, and horror overwhelms me. And I say, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and be at rest. Yes, I would wander far away, I would lodge in the wilderness. I would hurry to find shelter from the raging wind and tempest. Destroy, O Lord, divide their tongues, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go around it on its walls, and iniquity and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace. For it is not an enemy who taunts me, then I could bear it. It is not an adversary who deals insolently with me. Then I could hide from him. But it is you, a man, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend. We used to take sweet counsel together within God's house. We walked in the throng. Let death steal over them. Let them go down to Sheol alive, for evil is in their dwelling place and in their heart. But I call to God, and the Lord will save me, evening and morning and at noon I utter my complaint and moan, and he hears my voice. He redeems my soul in safety from the battle that I wage, for many are arrayed against me. God will give ear and humble them, he who is enthroned from of old, because they do not change and do not fear God. My companion stretched out his hand against his friends. He violated his covenant. His speech was smooth as butter, yet war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. But you, O God, will cast them down into the pit of destruction. Men of blood and treachery shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. So let's get into this. Break this down in Psalm 55. Um, In verse 3, a pretty striking verse here, he he first mentions the enemy because of the noise of the enemy. So he refers to his enemies in general terms here because he knows that this song that he is speaking here will be used by other people and in other situations. Look at verse 22. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. So a very broad and sweeping statement there. And then in verse six, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and be at rest. So the writer here has the urge to escape the source of distress, but he's unable to do so. And then in verse nine, he asks of the Lord, he says, destroy and divide their tongues. Here he's alluding to the judgment that the Lord brought upon the wicked generation who built the Tower of Babel. We're familiar with that story where God divided their tongues. They couldn't understand each other. Verse 10: Day and night they go around it on its walls. In other words, lawless men are loose and active on the walls, the main defense of the city. Verse 11: And iniquity and trouble are within it. Ruin is in its midst. Oppression and fraud do not depart from its marketplace. The marketplace. This description of an ancient city of Israel, uh, presumably Jerusalem here, uh, during David's reign, it could be applied to today's lawless cities as well. You think of a a lawless city today, maybe New Orleans or Las Vegas. I've been to both and, and rampant with debauchery and all kinds of sin. Verse 13, but it is you, a man, my equal, my companion, my familiar friend. The psalmist is saying it. it's not somebody I would expect. It's the ones who are closest to me who are betraying me. And so the terms become increasingly intimate here from a man to my equal to my companion to my familiar friend. That's the climax. And then uh, verse 14 We used to take sweet counsel together. The worst hurt of all is that the close friend was a fellow worshiper in the house of God with him. How many of us have experienced that? Those that we are close to or that should be there for us, that that are part of the family of God, that are part of the church, hurt us. They betray us. David here experienced that as well. Verse 18, he redeems my soul in safety from the battle that I wage. So while the psalm could conceivably have had its origin in battle, it's more likely that the battle is a metaphor here for the struggles that David feels with his enemies and his friends who are surrounding him and betraying him. Now this this follows Psalm 54 that we uh, recently looked at um in psalm 54 uh, he he speaks of the lord upholding his life and psalm 54 is a psalm of uh, of lament where david has been betrayed by the ziphites who were his own countrymen he was uh, they, they were his same tribe and they betrayed him and then here in psalm 54 uh, 55 he is speaking of betrayal from his friends Verse 19, God will give ear and humble them who is enthroned from of old. God hears the psalmist's prayers from his kingly throne in heaven here. And then in verse 20, he speaks of the covenant. He violated his covenant. If you are familiar with um, Old Testament theology, covenant played a key role. Literally every aspect of Israel's daily lives, individuals, and Israel as a whole, everything revolved around covenant, the covenant between God and his people. And so the psalmist here describes a willful breaking of a formal agreement between friends. A covenant is a solemn agreement under sanctions that if you break it, if you violate it, something uh, will happen. There will be consequences. Verse 21 it says, smooth as butter. His His speech was as smooth as butter. His words were softer than oil. This is a powerful poetic description of hypocrisy and deceit. Then he speaks in verse 22 of the people of God. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. The context of the psalm here shows that there is no unqualified promise that the righteous will always be happy and prosperous. That's not... What this is saying, the psalmist sings this lament to the Lord because he is in despair. The verse must mean here that God will not leave the righteous in the fallen position forever, but will vindicate them in the end. And you think about it, if the purpose of life is God's glory, even death itself brings glory to God. So no matter what we go through here in this temporary life, and it is temporary, No matter how bad it may seem, no matter how bad it may get, ultimately God will sustain his people. That is why hundreds of Christians throughout church history can be martyred and proclaim the joy of Christ even in their martyrdom. Verse 23, but you, O God, will cast them down into the pit of destruction, the grave, a shield. And so David laments here, but then at the end trusts God and He says, but I will trust in you. And so, my hope and prayer is that that is our hope and prayer that we trust God even in the midst of betrayal, of destruction, knowing that God ultimately wins. Rest with that hope. This life is temporary. No matter what we go through here, it is doing something in our lives to form us. It is called progressive sanctification. We are being continuously and perpetually sanctified by God no matter what we go through and so our hope our hope ultimately lies in the Lord i hope that that rings true in all of our lives so here is psalm 55 thank you for listening today to the act of worship podcast this is dr jonathan michael jones
1: To this, my prayer, O oh God, and hide not from my cry. Give answer for I cannot rest, but must complain and sigh. Because I hear the voice of foes and wicked ones oppress to bring their evil down on me, such hatred they express. Now anguish is within my heart death and agony I'm touched with trembling and with fear and horror seizes me I said oh make me like a dove with wings to fly away that I may find another place to dwell in and to stay for then I'd wander far and rest in some lone desert from stormy wind and tempest feast, I would escape in haste Consume the wicked, O oh my Lord confuse and tongues divide For in the city i seen strife And by abide For day and night upon her walls The city they she fed iniquity inside of her. I found a realm of vast destruction Drives within her very heart. And from her streets, oppression, fraud, and graft do not depart. It was no foe reproaching me for that I could endure. It was no hate arising up. I could hide secure, but it is you, a man, my friend, my colleague, all along. We shared sweet fellowship and walked to God's house in the throng. The death now come upon them all to they their depart. For wickedness is in their house and lives within. As for me. I'll call on God because the Lord saves me. At evening, morning, and at noon, He hears my cry and plea. And He redeems my soul unharmed, that I at peace may be. For all the war against me raged, and many strive with me. God will hear and punish them. He ever sits enthroned because they never change their ways. No fear of God have shown. My friend profaned His covenant. His heart was full of war. Cast all your burdens on the Lord. It's you He still fights for got into destructions pit by you they have been thrust deceitful killers won't live long, but you will be my trust